This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. It is officially game week. Ohio State football will take the field this weekend against Nebraska in what Joshua Perry is calling the let us play ball. They finally will be playing. We are excited. We preview the game with Drew Christman, the punter. Man, this is a good interview with him. And we talked to the guy who made it all possible. All right. Sir Yacht. Sir Yacht brought Big Ten football back, and you knew we had to get him on Drive the Lane. Two awesome interviews. Before we get to all that, we're going to talk about three things that we're each excited about with the return of Big Ten football. And it is all brought to you by Todd Pennington with Columbus-based Revolution Mortgage. He's the proud sponsor of the Drive the Lane podcast. If you're looking to refinance and do a very competitive low rate or cash out for debt consolidation or home improvements, now is the time with historically low rates. Historically low rates. Todd should also be your go-to guy if you're trying to purchase a new home or get out of renting. Give Todd a call, 614-390-9520 or visit revolutionmortgage.com slash tpennington for more info. In case you were curious if they were an equal housing lender, they are, all right? NMLS ID 1686046. Before we get to the show, I, I want to get real with you guys for a second. All right, we've talked to you about the Manscaped trimmer. You know you can go to, o- you, you know you can go to manscaped.com and use our promo code OSU20 for 20% off. All right, let me tell you something. I put on the underwear last night, the Manscaped underwear, for the first time. It's the best goddamn underwear in the whole world, all right? It makes your testes your besties, all right? Everything fits in there. It's comfortable. It's like a cooling sensation underwear. It is – I texted Joey right away. I said, Joe, have you tried the Manscaped underwear? Because if you have, man – And I said, Andrew – Stop texting me about underwear. And then he said, no, 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 Manscaped underwear. I said, oh, oh, let's talk underwear. And I said, Joey, you need to head on over to manscaped.com and use promo code OSU20. I know you got a free pair with your order, but you got to find a way to get about 50 pairs because this is the best underwear I've ever worn. I haven't taken it off. I'm on 56 hours straight of the same pair of underwear now. No, I'm just kidding. But the underwear is great. I'm only kind of kidding. can't say say enough good things about the underwear and manscaped as a whole but now let's say some good things about the return of big 10 football you know i'm excited you should be excited joey are you excited uh yeah i mean here's what it comes down to right like you and me we've never experienced christmas day um the true meaning feeling behind christmas day but it feels like it should feel like that, right? I guess that's kind of a weird way to say. It. But, like, there's been a lot of anticipation for this. Like, I am so – it has been so weird to wake up on Saturday and be like, I have no purpose in life. Where am I headed? What am I doing? There's no excitement. And now you're going to wake up on Saturday and I'm going to – like, I have to get up. And now I'm out of bed. There's stuff to do. There's people to see. There's people to cheer on. I'm going to have a cutout of my face in the stadium. I mean, there's, we'll get into what I'm excited about. You know, that's one of the things I'm excited about, but we'll get into that. We're, yes, we're I'm excited. That. I want to, you know, I want to first 
I want to first talk about the games this weekend. All right. Friday night, which is amazing. Okay. Friday night, we kick things off, pun intended. All right. Friday night, we kick things off with Illinois and Wisconsin, which, I mean, we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on this game. That's, that's a blowout. Wisconsin should win by we nine. Spend, we don't need to spend time on any game. So we'll I'm just saying, Wisconsin about- should win by 9,000. Then we move to Saturday. Really, the only intriguing game is Michigan at Minnesota. And, Joey, I will start off the three things we're excited about by saying this. I'm excited to watch Michigan lose again. And I think that starts off this weekend and they lose at Minnesota college game day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I laughed when you tweeted today that, that there was college game day. I was like, Oh, has there been college game days these past few weekends? Like, but yeah, I, as much as I am excited to see Ohio state win, I'm equally as excited to see Michigan lose. I'll agree with you there. Um, yes. So that's my thing first that thing that I'm excited about is, is getting to see Michigan. The first Michigan. thing that I'm excited about, the first thing that I'm excited about is the anticipation for the ugly, terrible weather that there's going to be this season. I'm excited for there to be snow on the ground and the, the whole stadium is going to be white because there's no one in the stadium, right? So like the bleachers are just going to accumulate snow and I'm just excited for the just be terrible in in December and we're playing Big Ten football still that's what I'm excited for looking forward in the Big Ten all right that's a good first one the weather uh totally cool and normal thing to be excited about is the weather so the second thing I'm excited about I'm excited to hear Ryan Day's name come up for potential NFL jobs because anytime you hear that you know it means your team is winning games and you know it means you have an amazing coach on your hands. So I'm excited to hear that Ryan Day's name is going to be floated around for the Jets or the Giants or some other team that also may be able to draft fields. You know, that's going to be an interesting combo, an interesting duo. Um, We're going to hear Ryan Day's name come up for the NFL, and we're going to hear Justin Fields' name come up for a top five pick, potentially, depending on who's picking where. And you never know, you never know, you could end up getting the two of them together in the same city. So I'm excited to hear Ryan Day's name be talked about for the NFL. You never know. You never know. Um, Could you imagine? That would be insane. Um, Second thing I'm excited for, and I alluded to it already, uh, I just submitted today – uh, a picture of myself to be put as a fan, as a cutout fan in the stadium. And I was literally like a little schoolgirl. I was cheering. I was so excited for that. I was like, I'm going to be at the game still. Let's go. Like I texted my mom. I was like, yo, mom, you got to do this. Like, this is sick. So I will be in attendance. I chose a hilarious picture to put of me. It got accepted. And um, I paid a little bit extra to be on the 50-yard line and close to the field. <laughs> so, if people take – if, if you get on t- – if your cutout gets on TV, and I don't mean like someone like zooms in and is like, oh, there's Joey. I mean, if, you're, if your cutout gets on TV and they pan it and they show you, hey, fans, if you're listening, take a screenshot of that, send it in to drive the lane, and we'll send you a shirt. We'll send one winner a shirt if yeah. you can – if you can take a picture of Joey in the stands. 
I didn't feel right putting myself in the stands because Mizzou allows fans and I'm going to be at a game hopefully in, in, in a month or so. So I, I wouldn't feel right, you know, going to real games and, and being a cutout fan in other games. So I, I let Joey handle this one. I, here's the last thing I'll say. If you're listening to this, it's too late. Today's the cutoff day. October 19th is when we're recording this. Today's the cutoff day. Can I make a dumb pun? Yeah, sure. It's the cutout cutoff. It's the cutout cutoff. You're right. It's the cutout cutoff. Even if you wanted, oh, Joey's doing it. Okay, so it is cool to do. No, you can't. It's too late. Can't do it. Right, and this is going to come out. This is going to come out after, you know, people are going to be listening to this a day after the cutoff date. I I know. It's two days after the cutoff date. Wow. That's like. It's way too late. That's like cut cut out cutoff. This is. It's an irrelevant conversation now because it doesn't even matter. Sorry that you guys are too late and you can't get a cutoff, but I'm going to be looking really snazzy. Dead, dead center. I'm, we're going to talk to Drew about it in a second. You'll hear. But my, my – okay, first of all, they announced that Brutus and the cheerleaders are not in the stadium this year. Did you, did you see that? Which is so weird. So weird. But, fan, but there are fa- friends and family that can be there, but there are no, no Brutus and the cheerleaders. So, Randy, Randy Wade, Sean Wade's dad, is going to sleep in the stadium the night before. Honestly, he, who's more excited about Big Ten football, Randy Wade or Ryan Day? Randy Wade or Sean Wade? I think it's that's, Randy. I think it's Randy, too. Um, but, yeah, that's a long-winded answer of I bought a cutout. I bought – I paid money to have a cutout of me in the stadium. My last thing – it wasn't cheap. <laughs> My last thing that I'm excited about, and I'm a little iffy about saying it, but I am excited about it. I'm excited about watching Ohio State win the national championship. And the only reason you stole I'm a, my last one, baby. Well, the only you reason I'm my. a little iffy. The only reason I'm a little iffy is because Clemson looks damn good, man. They look damn good. I'm not worried about Clemson. I'm not worried about the fact that I can't remember us ever beating them in my lifetime, but I'm not worried. Let's go Bucks. Hey, you took my third one, man. I'll change my third one to I'm excited for here's, – here's what I'll change mine to. I'm excited for the silly conversations from analysts that say that Ohio State shouldn't be considered for the playoff or that Justin Fields shouldn't be considered for the Heisman. That's what I'm excited for. You know what is the most frustrating thing in the whole world? What's that? People getting mad that Ohio State isn't ranked higher right now. <laughs> what is their AP poll? Six? Like five. They literally have not played a game yet. They should be unranked. And people oh, are – No, they should be two. No, Maybe they shouldn't be. They could beat – if you beat Nebraska by 50, okay, get in the rankings. But anyone complaining about them not being ranked right now when they haven't even taken a snap yet, it's like – it's just you're just looking for, for something to complain about and be mad about. And, and that's one of the things that's wrong with this world and this country. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, go, go off, King. But, but seriously, like, if you're complaining that Ohio State's not ranked higher right now – you got to be pretty damn happy that there's games this weekend because you are bored. You are bored if you're complaining about that. I mean, I'm bored. Saturdays feel empty. 
Sundays feel full and Saturdays feel empty. Well, my whole life feels empty with Ohio State being outside of the top four right now. So, yeah, it's like, why even play the games if we're not going to be in the top three while we're playing? Them? It's just so disrespectful. It's just classic ESPN not mm-hmm. ranking Ohio State when they haven't played in the other team. Oh, you're going to put you're going to put Alabama in front of them. What have they done besides play games and beat Georgia and and look dominant? Yeah, what if nothing? They've done nothing else. They've done nothing to prove their. That's it's whatever though. You know, it's you're fighting a, a pointless fight. Just fighting a pointless fight. Wisconsin should be ranked higher too. Well, also it's it's. I get it, Ohio State. You can make an argument that Ohio State should be ranked, but like, there's no reason like the fringe Big Ten teams should be ranked 22nd right now. Like yeah. it just. Yeah. No, it just it's doesn't make any sense. Though. They haven't played yet. No, I agree. But it's funny to see, like, the AP poll on, like, flash on ESPN on Saturdays, and then it says, like, Ohio State 6th has not played, and then it says Penn State ninth has not played. And it's just, like, that's a little funny. Right. But after this week, we'll see. And, Joey, we talked about this the other day, that we don't think it's going to affect Ohio State, but there will be some weird, you know, upsets that happen because it's just – bound to happen so i'm gonna ask you out yeah. outside of the ohio state game okay wisconsin illinois indiana penn state all right those are the two ranked games where one of the teams at least is ranked who do you think has a better <laughs> chance of being who do you think has a better chance of being upset I mean, we already talked about minnesota michigan i'm gonna be so transparent i don't know shit about any teams other than ohio state i just don't <laughs> So I'm going to say Illinois because I'm from Illinois. I don't know. I'm not a football guy. I'm not a college football guy. Illinois. I'm from Illinois. They're going to win. People are loving. I don't like Indiana also. I just don't like them. Well, you, well you're on the wrong side of history with that because people love Indiana. They very well could lose to Penn State. But, but some people, Bill Landis is very high on Indiana. I, I know. I mean, I have ears. I've heard what people are saying. I just don't know. I couldn't – literally couldn't – I can name – I can name two quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Tanner Morgan. That's it. Okay. All right. Can you name another one? Yeah. Cone is Wisconsin's quarterback. Is his name Penix? Michael Penix? Something like that. From Cone Cone uh, is Wisconsin's quarterback. No, we do. Everyone probably needs. Uh, Northwestern's quarterback is Allen. Nope. No. Everybody, everybody probably needs a refresher, including both of us. But we are smart enough to know that Ohio State should be ranked number one right now, and it's ridiculous that they're that they're five. I mean, you, you're you, you're joking, but like I actually Peyton Ramsey—that's his name—transfer <laughs> from Indiana. Um, Allen is the coach of Indiana. Mm-hmm. Tim Allen from Home Alone, or I mean, Home Improvement. And uh, San- the Santa Claus movies. Right, and the Santa Claus movies. Uh, right. Yeah. Usually – Hold on, hold on. We need to get – I need to get more off my chest. We, we are a Big Ten basketball podcast, but we are an Ohio State football podcast. Let's make that – let's get things straight also real quick. We'll go over the Big Ten stuff, but, like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, man, like, Wisconsin's receiving corp has really gotten better. Have you seen the strides that Juice Thompson has made? No, yeah, Juice Thompson, you s- Juice Thompson played point guard – for for uh, Northwestern. Um, 
okay, I don't really know if I follow that little analogy, but I get what you're saying. I but I just named a random name, and it so happened to be a basketball player in the Big Ten. But if Ohio State is getting ready to play Wisconsin, we're gonna we're gonna show how much we now know about that Wisconsin team. I mean, you might. I'll give you my opinions. I don't know. I don't know anything. Before we just go into a ramble, instead of getting to our uh, good interviews, we're going to get to Drew Christman and we're going to get to Sir Yacht. Uh, you can thank both of them for having football this year. Let's get to them right now. Joining us now on the Drive the Lane podcast ahead of week one for Ohio State, Drew Christman, Ohio State's punter. We are officially now a punter's podcast. Drew, welcome back to the show, appearance number two. How does it feel coming on now the second time? We're happy to have you. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for my other bump. Um, I was kind of (laughs) trying to think. When did we do it last? It was during the middle of the season last time, wasn't it? No, I think it was after because we talked about your fake punt pass. Oh, it was after. It was after. (laughs) Well, so the bump, would have been the my, bump, the drive the lane bump been? was the season actually happening was your drive the lane bump. No, you know what? You know what I think the bump was? The ring. There you go. The ring. Marrying the, the most beautiful wo- woman in the world. So that got me some brownie points. So. All right, well, yeah, let's move on to some, some manly things like football. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What, so many voices. I said, I said, how is married life? Because that's why we brought you on the podcast. We are a marriage podcast. Yes. How is married life? It's great. Uh, 10 out of 10. Highly recommend it for uh, anybody who's interested. Anybody on the, on the, uh, the brink of deciding, go for it. So uh, as long as you got the right woman or man, you know, you're, you're good to go. That's, of course, just one of the many reasons we brought you on. Another reason is because this weekend, finally, 10 months later, Ohio State is finally kicking off, punting off. Question, <laughs> question number one, what has been kind of the mantra and the mindset for this team from the moment it shifted from let's stay ready in case we have a season to, all right, we're playing October 24th? Right. Now, I mean, we've been preparing kind of nonstop, even when we were in quarantine, you know, talking about like, you know, just keep chipping away. We're going to find a way to make this happen. And, you know, obviously, I mean, we're close, you know, I'm not, I, with everything that's going on though, I was kind of telling Andrew, like, I don't believe, I'm not going to believe it until we're running out of that tunnel Saturday, you know, you're still kind of holding your breath, you know, you're preparing, 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 but until it actually happens, I don't think, I'm going to believe it, and some of the guys are going to believe it because it's just been – I've been here for five years now. This has been the craziest thing I've ever experienced, and I'm sure most people in their entire lives. So it's – you kind of just got to take it one day at a time. And, I mean, guys are definitely excited, but it's going to be a whole different type of mood where we're actually on that field and, uh, you know, we're playing. We're hitting somebody else. I'm most curious about just the process. Like, was there – I mean, this is like a threefold question. Was there any doubt? Was there any negative, like just negative energy at all? And like, what was just like the leadership like? Was it just business as usual or was there a little bit, you know, being held back in the whole process? Yeah. Um, I mean, the, when uh, Gene came in and he announced that, you know, we were postponing and then walking out of that, 
that team meeting after we kind of we were we had started camp we were in the middle of camp and you know getting ready to play in a couple of weeks and then literally it just gets pulled out from underneath you and um especially that first saturday watching other teams play and still not really knowing you're gonna have a season and then those were probably the, the kind of the biggest morale hits i mean that was definitely rock bottom of this whole entire process um, but then once you just started seeing, you know, this whole daily positive, uh, the, 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 the daily testing that we're doing now and um, Dr. Borchers just like meeting with everybody. And I mean, people never really stopped fighting. Um, I know Coach Day's Coach Day never did. And, you know, it shows. I mean, um, even like, you know, Justin putting out like petitions and everything. And um, I think the president even called the uh, like Trump even called the president of the Big Ten. So. Nobody really ever stopped fighting, um, but there were definitely some dark times. Um, but it's a different it's a different mood now for sure. Was there a moment where you were like, "We're not playing football this year"? Yeah, no. I mean, after that meeting, I thought that was it. It kind of felt like it was it. And we had, uh, I think, I was home for two weeks after that, and we kind of started making plans elsewhere. I mean, we had a plan for everything. Um, I really thought I was never going to put on a Buckeye jersey again. And that was a tough pill to swallow. Um, especially, I mean, the president, the, uh, the Big Ten commissioner came out and said, like, we're not even going to revisit this decision. I was like, well, that's it. You know, we hang on to it a little more, you know, keep working out and everything. And um, I don't know what our schedule was going to look like, but it didn't seem like there was any, any light at the end of the tunnel at that point. So... I don't know if you can answer this question, but were you – you said this last time you put on Ohio State jersey. We, you mean you were gonna, your next jersey was going to be for the Bears or your next jersey was going to be for the Oklahoma Sooners? I mean, I, I'll, take, uh, I'll take anybody that will pay me. I don't, I don't, I don't care where we're going next, um, you know. Did you hear the second part of my question? Was it going to be the Bears as in a professional team or another college football team? Oh, uh, that, that, that little, never little crossed more my mind. A little more juice. No, 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 that, that, I don't think that really crossed anybody's mind. There was so much risk involved. And I know there was like rumors of like Justin transferring back to like Georgia or something like that to make that happen. I feel like the, the risk already, like that there was even going to be a season. I didn't, I don't know. We, we kind of figured it was going to make it happen or, or it wasn't going to happen at all. So, um, yeah, I mean, we were, we were looking at the, uh, the next step in my career for sure. A lot of the headlines surrounding the season are obviously, okay, football is back. Ohio State's playing. Okay, they're playing Nebraska week one in what some people, including us, are calling the let us play bowl. You know, two teams that were really fighting to bring the season back. There's no, you know, no doubt in my mind that all offseason you guys had the sour taste of the Clemson loss in your mouths. Mm -hmm. And I hate to bring it up, but – are you guys paying attention to what's going on in Clemson? Are you, are you thinking, you know, we'd love to get there and have a rematch with them? I know you want to give the right answer and be like, we got to play the next team that's in front of us. But really, what's going on in your mind in terms of how you're feeling about the season as a whole? Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, all focus is on the Cornhuskers right now. And, you know, we appreciate what they did for the Big Ten, but – at the end of the day, they're, they're the team we're playing next. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we obviously you – know, the goal was to win it all. And if we got to go through Clemson, um, I think that's something we'll be looking forward to. You know, we've had that – we've had the score hanging up in our uh, weight room this entire offseason. So 
something we have not forgotten, that's for sure. And, and that chip, I think, is going to carry us a long way. So, I like that this quick little interview is slowly becoming more positive because it started out pretty negative, and I don't think that was our goal at all. <laughs> Let's talk about the squad this year. Obviously, everybody knows about Justin Fields, and everybody knows about Olave, and everyone knows about Sean Wade, and everyone knows about Drew Christman, and blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Who are some guys, either new or old, that – you are super excited about this year. I appreciate being uh, lumped into that group. <laughs> you like, I just looped you in right there, yeah. I, I like throw, throw the punter right in the end of that uh, <laughs> little lineup. But uh, there's, I mean, there's every year you, you, somebody pops off. I remember a couple of years ago, it was uh, Malik Hooker. Kind of just came out of nowhere, just the ball hawk. And um, I mean, every year you, you just, you could kind of have that young guy who hasn't really had a chance to make his name. And especially with everything that's going on in this off season, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for some of these young guys. Um, we had a really strong uh, freshman class, and I mean, some of these receivers. We do our little seven on seven. I don't know if you've ever seen it. We like walk and rush the quarterback during seven on seven, and so we get to see some of the the highlights those guys have. And I mean, it's like watching Sports Center top ten. I mean, it's 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 fun to see, and uh, I hope they get a hope they get a chance uh, this year, and I'm sure they will. This that, was is a great, that was a great coach's answer, by the way. You're going to be a great coach. Thank you. Appreciate that. This is just a weird uh, coincidence. I'm bringing up this team again. I promise I'm done. Clemson, okay? I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw, but their punter took a couple yeah. snaps at, uh, at quarterback this weekend. Have you talked to Coach Day about that potentially being <laughs> in the game plan this season? Yeah, I kind of had a feeling this this question was coming. Yeah, I saw that. Um, my guy, Pat Mac McAfee, was uh, all over that. I'm not sure how that situation happened. I know the guy. Um, he played quarterback in high school, um, so I'm sure. And they re they run multiple fake punts with him as the punter. Um, so I knew he had a I knew he had a good arm, but I never thought that I'd see him line up as quarterback. Um, that was definitely fun to see. And um, I mean, I am one for one in my career as we talked about last podcast. So um, Coach Day knows I can sling it. So if he uh, needs me to go in there for third, fourth, fifth string quarterback, I, I would be happy to. 73 to whatever, seven to Georgia Tech. There's not uh, not much uh, pressure involved in there. So give me a couple of bubble routes, maybe a fade up the sideline. I'll make it happen. It was just so funny to see a guy number 48 playing quarterback. I feel like that's probably never happened besides just like no one in the 90s is going to play quarterback unless it's you. So, I mean, it, I, my or question. Devin, Devin Gardner. Or, De, yeah, well, yeah. He, what was he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't, yeah, we don't need to talk about him. But are you worried about losing your perfect passer rating when, when your number is called? Because it probably will be. No, I mean, I, good answer. Good answer. Not something. Not something I'm worried about. If it gets called, you know, competitive excellence. Um, when your number gets called, you make that play. So, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving away any secrets or anything that's going to be happening this year. But I still got it. So, I let me just say, and we've talked about this before, but I took the urban the coaching football with Urban Meyer class, and he talked about competitive excellence every single day. And I love that you are brainwashed where I asked you that question. <laughs> And you answered with the words competitive excellence. Like that's I was in that class. You do remember this, right? Yeah. I mean, like you and Sean would like bring me goldfish. Yeah. Do you remember the, the specialist day? That was a good day too. Yeah. Elite day. I got to watch you guys practice. It was hilarious. They wouldn't let us go anywhere near the field. It was so funny. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, um, 
we're looking forward to this season. We're looking forward to the official schedule. But what were you thinking when you saw the first revised version of the schedule that had Michigan in October? I mean, yeah, if, if something else – I mean, that's just 2020 summed up for you right there. If that was going to happen, I mean, it was going to happen this year. Um, but now, what, are we playing on December 12th? You know, or that would have been a lot warmer. The uh, the revised schedule. Now we're now we're going to be playing in the the snow. So uh, whatever is going to happen. I don't. This 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 is going to be a, this is going to be an interesting season too. You know, this this is a schedule that's never really happened before either. So um, I mean, you kind of just got to really take it one game at a time and uh, prepare for whatever. So one thing we actually talked about. It's funny you bring it up that me and Andrew were talking about it in like the segment that's before we interview you. I was. We talked about what we're most excited for, and I said I am so excited for it to be freezing cold during half of the season. Is that something yeah. you guys have, like, talked about, prepared about? Is it just like a running joke, like, ha-ha, we're going to be freezing all of December, like, thanks, thanks, NCAA. Or, no, like, it, it's something we prepare for. Anytime we get bad weather at practice, you know, we're not hiding inside the, the woody plane inside. We're going out there, and, I mean, even today, it was, you know, misty, got a little cold at practice, and we're out there throwing the ball around because we know that's what we're going to have to face. And especially as a specialist, um, <laughs> I feel like it, uh, it definitely uh, impacts our operation as well. So, but I've been, I mean, it's the big 10. This is, this is the Midwest. This is something you're going to have to prepare for any year really. So, um, I mean, Michigan state a couple of years ago, I mean, it was snow when we walked out there. So uh, we've been there before and um, you know, we feel confident in our ability to play in any kind of condition. So. I, I like the tagline. This is the Big Ten. This is the Midwest. They should yeah. say it's the gritty Midwest. Yeah, and then you just and then you just get rid of Maryland and Rutgers. It's good. It's perfect. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew, do you know who Sir Yacht is? Sir Yacht is that? Um, yeah, I think so. He's is he the uh, the guy that did the Old Town Road? <laughs> no, that's Lil Nas X. Oh, little Sir Yacht. Is he a rapper? Sir Yacht. No, Sir Yacht is the guy on Twitter that was tweeting about his sources, about the Big Ten oh, coming back. This guy. Is he a bar, he's a barstool guy, right? No. Oh, kind man. of. He's not a barstool guy. Same, same corporation, different division, basically. I've seen I've seen a little bit of his stuff, I guess. So if you can so, I verify mean, this, him. This little gag slash bit isn't going to be as funny now, but we have him on this episode too with you. We think he's part of the reason that Big Ten football is back. So what do you have to say to him? I mean, thank you if he did actually have an impact. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if he did. I, I've seen some of his tweets. And if, if when you first read them, not knowing, you know, who the guy is at first, I'm sure he got a lot of uh, – reaction which is what he was hoping for um so maybe if i did like you know stir up some some news and maybe some people ran with it and uh maybe did start more of a buzz you know hats off to him but uh i don't know there was a lot of things going on social media during the, this whole this whole process so um, you were you were thinking of little yachty that's why that's what you thought i was saying this, there you go sir little there's a there's a bunch of them out there I, that's I'm not, an, I'm not that's an all-time soundbite right there you asking if sir yacht 
made Old Town Road. That's an all-timer. <laughs> we can edit that one out. I don't know. If, I, for those of you who aren't watching and are just listening, Drew did get a bit red when we asked him who Sir Yacht was and he started talking about rappers, which is great. That's good. He does make music, Sir Yacht. Does make music. He does? Okay, see? That's something. You knew. You knew. He's just not a rapper. But, hey, you, you're, you knew. You're, you're on the right path. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm up to date. We got a, I got a, one more question, really, and then I know Andrew has a question, and we like to ask you a question at the end and blah, 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 whatever. But uh, my I last question that. is uh, two, two, two questions. Um, number one, are you going to guarantee uh, a national championship? And then number two um, – <laughs> Sorry. Great question. I, yeah. I didn't mean to laugh. I just, you said it so seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, there is no number two. <laughs> there is no number two. You're, yeah, that's that it. Was, that, that's a, that is a that is a two part question right there for sure. Um, we'd love to. That's the goal. Uh, but uh, one game at a time, Joey. Atta you know, more. you know how it is. Um, I know. That's a test. Another test. We've got the pieces. Ryan, we've Day, got the pieces. Coach Day is in my ear. Yeah, Coach. He he said the right thing. We're good. Don't worry. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a thumbs up tomorrow. That's going to be so, great. I talked – or we talked with Urban, and, and I know you said you watched, but you might not have this memorized. We asked him, would you rather win the Rose Bowl, but it's not one of the playoff games, or lose, but you're in the playoff, but you lose that first round of the playoff? So my question to you, the playoff games are Sugar Bowl and Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Would you rather lose the Chick-fil-A Bowl or win the Rose Bowl? Now, I did watch this, and uh, I think he gave the perfect answer. <laughs> you hate losing. I mean, he's, the, the sour taste it leaves. And, um, I mean, we lost, we lost in the playoffs last year, and oh, I've won the Rose Bowl. So, I know both of those feelings. And win the Rose Bowl is a lot better feeling. So, uh, you know, it's well, going, out, it's going out with a win. I got what's, what's a worst what's a worse, no, no, what's a worse feeling? All right. Worse feeling losing that playoff game or being the fifth playoff team and not getting in and, and dealing oh. with that feeling until the eventual Rose Bowl. I mean it, it's bitter at first, but um you hate losing. Like I said, I mean, I'm after the degree of Coach Barr on that one. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive that's what he said. He did. Um, he said his body shuts down when he loses. Right, yeah. <laughs> word I mean, for word it, what he said. I, I remember I've been <laughs> a very – I was very, there for very few of his losses. He didn't lose much in his career. But, um, I mean, he's a different He's a different guy after a loss. And, I mean, the team is as a whole. I remember it was my freshman. It was my first year playing. We just lost to Oklahoma. And he basically just restarted the whole season. Uh, it was right after Baker had planted the, the, the flag on the field or whatever. And, and he basically said, just forget it. Forget those first two games. They played Indiana first. Like, we're starting the season over right now, and um, our record is 0-0. Zero, zero. I mean, he hates, he hates losing. So uh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to I'm have to ride the boat with him on that one. That's like when you spend a lot of money and you have, like, let's say, like $5,000 in your bank account or you're at, like, 5200 and you spend that two hundred, and you're like, no, 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 no. Now, now my bank's 5000 Yeah, now we're starting at 5000 like, just forget, forget that I had that $200. That's gone. Never existed. Never right. existed. It's really like Venmo, which is fake money anyway. If you have money in your Venmo and you spend it, it's like you bought something for free. <laughs> Cash is yeah. fake money too. <laughs> I agree. 
I agree. All right, Joey, let's finish it off. You know what to ask him. Yeah. Um, Drew, we asked this last time. Hopefully you came prepared this time. Do you have any questions for us? Yeah, I was uh, – I mean, I kind of have two questions. When is this going to become the Punters podcast? Because that's obviously the audience that you guys are, you know, trying to reach here. Um, and then secondly is what's the uh, what's the drive the lane bump? You know, it's – I don't know if somebody's asked this before. They might have. But, I mean, what's the – what could be like the ideal interview? Like what's, who's your guys' like top guys are like political? Do you guys want to interview like the next president or um, I mean, what, where's the, uh, where's the bump going to come for you guys? Um, I'll answer first and, and not answer all of it. And Andrew, you can take the second one and then I'll bounce off of that one. But the punters podcast. Yeah, we, we are the punters podcast. 100%. Um, we would love to have you on weekly to review every single play from the Ohio State games and talk about your punts, and, and we'll just have you on every week. And or lack of punts, yeah. True, true. That's one of the questions we asked Jack Fox. We're like, would you rather punt 100 times or zero? And he's like, zero, duh. Um, right. but, um, but, no, we, we are a punter's podcast. We've always been a specialist podcast because I am a specialist on a basketball team. Always have <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that, that's the answer to the first question okay so so the answer is right now because we are the punters podcast right now which is exactly what joey was saying and i'll tell you this we may or may not have pat mcafee's contact information and we may or may not be too scared to use it so what? we could potentially take the punters podcast to the next level the the ppp punters podcast with pat um, <laughs> But just put that right there, tag him, and I, I bet I'll retweet it. We'll get a response. All right, we'll do that. We'll say we're not going to text you. Pat, if you're listening, if you're watching this clip, I'm not going to text you. Just come on naturally, and that way we don't have to do the awkward you not responding to my text. But he might, he might, not, he might not even have his number, though, and then what are we going to do? I mean, it's just a maybe. True. But <laughs> – but – to answer your question about the drive the lane bump, like the next thing, for me, I think it's one of two options. Option number one is Ohio State Athletics says we're going to have a podcast for all our athletics. Andrew and Joey come and run it called like the Ohio State Athletics Podcast. And we get to interview <laughs> whoever we want, access to everyone, everything. The second option is the NBA does a bubble again, and they say introducing the NBA's Bubble Boys podcast hosted by Andrew Zolman <laughs> and Joey Lane. No, I clearly haven't thought about either of those. I was going to say, you've thought about this. <laughs> Drew, what do you think about – and this is – Andrew, we haven't even talked about this. How – like, wouldn't it be really cool if athletes had – like, that's all about the brand. Everyone's talking about college athletes and their brands and stuff. They should – they should have it. We should have an athletes podcast. Right. I mean, I'm, there's certain athletes out there that I think maybe shouldn't have a podcast. I agree. Uh, but you know, that's just, that's just people. Uh, but I bet people will listen to it. I mean, the amount of attention college sports and just sports in general, people like to hear behind the scenes and get to know their favorite players. So uh, I think it'd be a huge hit. Right. After, after the season, if you, are wanting to start a podcast we will help you out we would be happy to do it first guest can be can be pat the punter's pod with pat um, so so we're, we're here for you i don't think coach day would want you you know finishing up practice getting ready for penn state and then going to your, your i was gonna say your dorm but i forgot you're like 50 going back to your <laughs> going back to your home and pulling out your microphone and 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 making a pod but once you 
graduate from college to NFL, we will be happy to help you with the podcast. I appreciate that. And Drew, my dream guests are my number one is Barack Obama. It's funny you said political, just because he's Chicago sports and obviously one of the most famous people on the planet. So that's, that's good. It's very lofty. <laughs> my two, hey, my you two got LeBron. I was, I saw that. That was, I was impressed. Urban was a, Urban was a, a bucket list dream guest, but that now was, it's like now we want more. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got a little taste. That's for sure. Exactly. All right, Drew. We thank you for coming on. Good luck this weekend. Good luck this season. We, you know, we'll be tweeting at you pretty, pretty frequently throughout <laughs> the season. Every retweet is appreciated, not necessary, but appreciated. I appreciate. It. I'm looking forward to my bump, guys. We can't wait either. We can't. Maybe wait not. Maybe not a lot of punts. Not on the punch. Just maybe like perfect holds or something. You know, for yeah. Blake or something. Yeah. That'll be my. That'll be my bump. I like that. Or. Or a passing play. Or a few series. That passing play. Yes. <laughs> just one series. Yeah, just give him, a, give, him, give him – just let him hand the ball off once, like a little delayed handoff, and then a play-action bomb. So RPO. Wait, Drew, yeah. I thought of one more question. I thought of one more question. <laughs> All right. If you had to predict any game on the schedule that you would be able to get in as quarterback, which game would you predict? Uh, I'm not not doing that. I'm not doing that. Um, Yeah, I mean, the goal was to not punt. I'm not going to go as far as to say (laughs) we're beating them so bad. They they throw in the the six-string quarterback, the punter, so – and here comes Drew Christman, who has not attempted a punt today, but he's going to – could you imagine if you threw more passes than punts in a game? That would be insane. I wouldn't that's be surprised. The, I think the Clemson quarterback might have. I think, I think he had to. He was, what, two for three or something? So, I doubt they had three punts in yeah. a 73-score game. So That's a good – that's the bump, though, right there, the ideal bump. More passes. The ideal bump. I would take it. I'd be happy to. Awesome. All right. You're the man. Good luck this year. We'll be talking to you. We'll be rooting for you. Can't wait to have you on again, like in like, I don't know, three months, probably something like that. It seems like <laughs> we'll have you on next week to celebrate your 30th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it guys. Always a pleasure. Anytime. All right. Thanks. Talk dude. Later, yep. Talk to you later. Bye. See All right. Join us now on drive the lane. The hero of Big Ten football. The reason it's back. Maybe not, but we're going to say it. Sir Yacht, Sir Yacht, welcome to the Driving Lane podcast. Thank you, guys. That's uh, that was very nice of you to say. I don't know if I can take all those accolades. I just wanted to say right before the podcast starts, this is on my website. Cincinnati is in Kentucky, so just so you know. Well, Love that. Um, I don't know. I can't give you as high a praise as Andrew can just because I'm, you know, too in the weeds with Ohio State athletics and stuff. Like, you know, they worked really hard. So I can't give you the same praise, but I will also say thank you because I know you had a gigantic part. Just not all. I appreciate it. But I mean, all I did was, I mean, maybe I put some pressure on Big Ten people, but all I did was kind of just say some things that were happening. I mean, you got to credit the parents, players, particularly from Ohio State and Nebraska, and even a lot of the uh, coaches, athletic directors, and some of the presidents. Pretty much everybody besides Kevin Warren um, and the governor of Michigan, uh, you could you could thank, and the president of Michigan, you could thank in, in this in this scenario. 
Well, so, we can bash Michigan all you all we want on this show. That is 100% percent we're, we're an anti-Michigan show. So, obviously, we're, <laughs> we're kind of joking a little bit about you being the reason the Big Ten football is back. But your name was everywhere on social media when that storm was kind of brewing. Can you take us through, like, how did you get into the mix? How legit were your sources? I want the full Sir Yacht Big Ten is back story. Yes. So in terms of how legit the sources are, I think it kind of speaks for itself a little bit. There was some stuff timetable wise that was, that was incorrect. And, you know, I kind of jumped the gun on, but a lot of, most of the stuff was correct. So um, I, I don't know how much anybody really knows about me, uh, but I'm, I, I do like content creation stuff, uh, working on doing that full time and had somebody reach out to me and say, Hey, I'm a you know a big fan of, you know, what you do. I have some information regarding the big 10, if you want to run with it. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I've never really done anything like this before. We'll see where it goes. So I put out some information about the big 10, um, canceling the season. And, uh, three days later it came out to, you know, that they were canceling the season. And I was like, oh, okay, like this is some valid information. Then, heard all this stuff about, you know, maybe Ohio State, Nebraska, Iowa jumping ship and maybe going to the Big 12 with the ACC. Um, that's when Pat McAfee saw that, DM'd me, reached out to me, and, and a Big Cat reached out to me. And, you know, it, it just kind of – it started like this shitstorm of uh, – and I just kept getting information and things kept happening. Um, and then, you know, I was like, oh, this is good. Like, you know, I'm getting all this, like – uh, publicity, like, this is exciting. Like, the Big Ten, you know, it's going to be back. Or whether they are or not, you know, at least Ohio State will play, like, one way or another. And fucking Kevin Warren comes out of nowhere on August 19th and is like, yeah, we're not – well, it was weird because that day Gene Smith, who was, like, so for it coming back, like, he was, like, talking about it. That day he went, did a complete 180 and was like, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. And I was like, maybe he's just saying that to save face so nobody gets mad. But then Kevin Warren comes out an hour later and is like, we're not revisiting the fall football season. And I'm like freaking out. My source isn't answering his phone. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to like get like shot. Like I was, we were doing a photo shoot for our band at the time and I was like having a panic attack. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to die if someone sees me out here. So he then gets back to me. He's like, dude, I know all this stuff looks bad. Like, I'm so sorry, but just put, put this out. He said, I promise you this will happen. He said, regardless, like, due to legal legalities, the Big Ten football season is going to happen. So on August 19th, I put all this information out. I said, it's because of Go uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer threatening to sue the Big Ten. It's because of President Mark Slissel. And all that stuff was proven to be true. I said, because of legalities, the Big Ten season is going to happen. Then you saw all these lawsuits happen. And, I mean, I don't know what it was, like a week or two later, you saw, you know, this all this momentum going towards the Big Ten football season. A lot of the, the – tidbits that I put out too were you know were true about the no confidence vote with Mark Schlissel of Michigan and just a bunch of different things so it was cool because you know I had all these people like like support me and then basically be like fuck you like you suck like you lied and then like they all came back and like oh we're so sorry and like whatever I'm like yeah fuck all you, you assholes but uh no I mean but like I, I kept like saying people I was like I was like look if like someone that was named after a boat who like makes like all this content stuff like just like said the Big Ten season was going to come back, and then it didn't, I would be mad at him too, absolutely. I'd be like, you suck, you liar. But everything started happening, and uh, they kept changing, like, the timeline. And I'm, I'm glad everybody – so the day before they announced it, obviously Ted Carter, president of Nebraska, came out on a hot mic and was like, we're going to announce it tonight. He literally said verbatim, we are announcing the fall football season tonight. And they didn't announce it until the next day. 
So every this is all the bullshit that's been happening, all the all the stuff that I've been reporting and that I've had to deal with because Kevin Warren is a fraud and continues to change the script and doesn't want anybody to get the credit but himself. Credit to him though for realizing his dumbass mistake. But it, it was a roller coaster. And then in terms of the source, like I said at the beginning, um, most of the stuff I'd like to say 80, like ninety percent of it, you know was happened and, and was true a lot of the timetable stuff kind of kind of changed but i think everybody saw all the bs that i i was dealing with a lot of you know actual reporters were dealing with because ted carter is like we're gonna announce it tonight and they didn't announce it until the next day so it's you know is what it is i'm happy it's over it was a roller coaster promotions but um once the season starts we're gonna I'm, I'm sure there'd be a lot of stuff to report on so i'm kind of excited to get back into that too so let me i want to make things clear you need, you need a tag, you know, behind or in front of Sir Yacht, obviously, right? Like Adam Schefter is, is ESPN insider. Woj is an insider. Is Sir Yacht officially an insider? It's in my bio, man. It's at the end. It says college football insider. I, I, dude, I wanted to put that so many times, but then I was like, oh, I can't. I have to wait until, like, at least the season comes back because otherwise I'm just, like, jinxing myself. Once the ball is kicked off. Then you'll then you can finally take a deep breath. You're like, all right, official yeah, yeah. insider. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I'm yeah, just I'm just thankful. I mean, obviously, like for my sanity that like the season's happening, but like all these kids, like I, I I'm I'm so happy we get to see Justin Fields like play one more season. Like I'm telling you guys, it's gonna be a good season for Ohio State. Like, oh, we I know. Call the revenge tour, call it whatever you want. I'm telling you, I think they're coming out guns blazing. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna win the ship. Joey and I were uh, we were talking about it when when you were all listening to this episode. Joey and I were talking about it last week, and probably on this episode again. But unless like a crazy COVID thing happens, which is going to happen to some team in the Big Ten, so, knock on wood, but some team in the Big Ten, it's going to happen. It's happening all over the country. One Big Ten team for at least one game will be undermanned. And we think Ohio State will be good enough that that's not even going to make a difference when they're playing anyone. But bearing anything like that, Ohio State shouldn't lose or shouldn't win any game by less than 14 to, to 17 points. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. Like and They should just absolutely steamroll through the season into the college football playoff, hopefully redeeming themselves against Clemson. Justin Fields knocks off Trevor Lawrence. He's the number one pick. I'm going to say it's going to piss you off because I'm a Browns fan. The Browns trade up, take Justin Fields. No, I'm just kidding. I was with you. I was, you had me in the first half. I saw you. I saw you ranting today about the Keenum versus Baker thing. So I had to, I had to throw that in there. No, I like it. I like it. I think uh, I, I've seen a bunch of people tweeting and stuff, and it was like, you know, I really want to thank all the teams in the Big Ten for fighting so Ohio State can go win the national championship or something. Because it's true, like, it's the Big Ten, they're back. But, like, I mean, other than Penn State, Wisconsin, maybe another team you throw in there, like, it's Ohio State's, like, ch- time to shine. It's pretty crazy to me that without Ohio State playing, like, the other teams are proving that they're the best te- – that Ohio State's the best team in the country, right? Like, they could – it would be- – Think about the fact that they should be ranked number one right now without playing a game. You know, like that's – it's crazy. Like it, it, it's not crazy. It's, it is crazy. It's just so – I mean, bizarre. it's like watching all the games this weekend. I mean, Clemson looks, looks good. They look, they look pretty good. They yeah. destroyed Miami, especially in the second half. Alabama looks very beatable. Obviously, LSU isn't even ranked anymore. But, like, all the teams that 
I mean, there's, like, no, like, definitive, like, team, like, oh, yeah, like, they're going to – other than Clemson, that's probably going to be in the national championships. You look at Ohio State's, like, roster and everything in comparison, like, how the hell could they not get there? I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll for sure win – I think they'll for sure win the Big Ten championship. There's no doubt in my mind they're going to make the college football playoff, and then it's up to – I think it'll be Ohio State-Clemson. Again, rematch, but this time in the, in the national championship. So what we've, seen, what we've seen with all these sports is that these sports and organizations – can kind of do whatever the hell they want. So I wouldn't be shocked if, if the college football playoff is like, boom, we're eight teams this year. You know, the NBA decided there's going to be a play-in game. The yeah. NFL decided, boom, we're adding a seventh playoff team. Like, I just wouldn't be surprised if we get it. I would be surprised. Playoff. Well, but I, there's going to be so much uncertainty that they might not have a choice. That fourth yeah. team – Let's have Ohio State play Clemson three weeks in a row, best two out well, of What do you think is more likely? They say we're just going straight to a national championship if there's teams with losses besides Ohio State and Clemson, or they say we're expanding. And the answer is expanding. I just can't yeah. see them confidently having the third and fourth team in the playoff potentially having one or two losses, which is what looks like could, could happen. There's not going to be a Big 12 team in the playoff unless oh, they God, have no. losses. You know, Florida is now going to have at least one loss. Georgia plays Alabama, which means there's going to be at least one loss there. You know, so you're really looking at a team that, at the very minimum, there will be very minimum, minimum. Whoa, whoa, coming through twice. What? Twice. Wow. What? Wow. Me too. Me too. We got a big echo going. A big echo going. Go, go. It must be you, Joe. It must be you, Joe. I don't hear it. Joey, mute yourself. Joey, yourself. I go. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Joey, try coming back. You're on mute still. How about now? Yep. There you go. Echo's gone. Then we're good. Coast clear. So Coast clear. All right, so what I was saying, I'll talk quieter because maybe that was what the problem was. Maybe. Yeah, you're just screaming at me, bro. Relax. The very, <laughs> the very minimum, we know we're going to have at least one loss, one one-loss team in there. Probably, oh, yeah. probably a two-loss team, potentially not. But my question to you, let's say it's four because you guys thought that was crazy. I said it could potentially expand. What's your, what's your college football playoff prediction? Mr. Insider. The Insider. So what do the sources say? I'm going to say um, – I'm going to say Ohio State. I'll say Clemson. I'll throw Alabama in there. I do like Mac Jones. I think he's, he's solid. He's a Heisman candidate right now. And I'm going to say um, – I'm going to say Florida. I'm going to say Florida. That's mine. That's mine. I don't, I'm not sold on Georgia. I'm not. Stetson Bennett or whatever the hell his name is, I'm not sold on him. I think – I mean, Florida with one loss, like, will still – they'll make it in. Well, this, I, I'm, this is what's going to have to happen for Florida. Because Florida lost – they're going to have to go undefeated the rest of the season, beat Georgia, and then beat Bama, and then Bama would have to still get in coming off a loss. There you go. Which is – that's why I go. think if it expands to eight, you make sense of putting Bama in after a loss. And it makes sense – Well, it should be eight. It should be eight anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it should be eight regardless. I, yeah. I think it should be eight. I – I mean, four is good. It's better than the two system they had. But, I mean, eight, everybody's like, oh, well, it just it makes the regular season games, like, worthless. It's like, no, it, no, it doesn't. It makes them, like, I think it makes them even worth more. I don't know. If you have eight There's teams, a group of – instead of it being a group of six guys that could be in it, it's a group of, like, 12. Well, yeah. It's like, for it. Well, then it's like uh, 
you, you have all these like one two lost teams instead of fighting for the out, out the outback bowl they're like oh like we can make a run at the end of the season and like go and you know maybe be like the eight seed and like you know just and then make having like an upset there i think it like raises the competition and raises like the the quality of the game i don't know what it does is it makes your wins more valuable than your losses which is what it which is what college football really should be you know if you have one loss but you've beaten georgia and bama let's say you're lsu and you lose a game you shouldn't and you beat, like that puts value on your wins if you can still get into an 18 playoff yeah. first ohio state has had years where their wins are incredible but their losses are what keeps them out of the playoff yeah yeah that's true that's a good point and and less guys will sit out at the end of the year which i know that's kind of a problem right in in the world of college football i mean like that's obviously not the most important thing i'm sure but like you got less guys to sit out because there's they're not playing in the outback bowl they're playing in the third playoff game you know so i don't know just another thought i guess to to throw out there you're not going to put your body on the line for the uh chick-fil-a i mean whatever what do you know like whatever those stupid bowl names are like you'll you'll like all right you know like maybe i'll get injured but like i'm gonna go try and win a national championship instead of trying to go go like hey like you know, I, yeah, I tore my ACL in the final game, but at least we won the Outback Bowl. Like, no one, <laughs> no one cares. Right. No, totally. So, Sir Yacht, before we – before I forget to bring this up, a lot of people kind of know you as, like, oh, that was the guy with, with sources or maybe he was making it up or that was the guy that just makes funny videos. Like, he's not really – what people don't know is you, you started a foundation, you started an organization, you know, you're, you're – pretty damn talented. You're smart with all the stuff you do. So I kind of want to give you the floor to be like, hey, this is all the stuff that I do. I'm not just where I am today because I tweeted about Kevin Moore. No, yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so we, uh, first off, the organization we started is called We Choose to Change. And it's like, it's like almost like uninterrupted, but instead of like for athletes, it's for anybody that wants to share their story. So we have, we want to put a spotlight on stigmas with like mental health, anxiety, bullying, racism, you know, any, anything like that. Um, so we, I started out with my good friend, Steve Bailey, a couple months ago, and you know, we're just excited. We were, of course, I've been in, excuse me about the burp. Okay, we're good. Um, just had a quesadilla before this, and, you know, anyways. Um, but we, uh, yeah, it's, I've been working on it a little bit. Um, I've been in New York for the past uh, uh, month, month or so. Um, so once I get back, you know, I'll, I'll put a lot more effort into kind of starting this thing where hopefully get some fundraisers going and, and work with some people and things like that. Um, so it's just been fun doing that. And then, um, I, you know, I, I make a lot of sports content. I'll, I'll, I do like a bunch of things. Um, I almost boxed Logan Paul last year. Uh, I jump in like here a lot. Like I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big time reporter now. And then, uh, you know, working on a, I have a small deal with the, uh, music label out in New Jersey. We're going to release a song, uh, I think November 11th. Um, so we're kind of doing all the front end stuff right now and kind of working with the algorithms of Spotify and Apple music and stuff. And we have a distributor down in Nashville that we're working with. So we're pretty excited with that. Um, what else do I do? I, don't know, I just do a bunch of different things in terms of like content and social media. And I, I, I work with people and do some consulting as well. So yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, the goal is to kind of just do this all full time and then to just kind of diversify my uh, income as much as I can. And I, I also have a, uh, I have a live show every uh, Monday on Periscope on Twitter called the Yacht Club. So that's what we do. How do we get, how do we get invited to the Yacht Club? We don't even need to be on the show. We just want to come chill at the Yacht Club. Just, just say when. And I'll give you the, I'll give you the Addy. I'll uh, come, come pull through. It's fun. We have a, we have a green screen studio, and we put a boat in the back, and 
It's uh, it's, it's a good time for sure. You're clearly anytime. anytime. You're clearly the most well-rounded insider on the planet. I mean, there's no way Woj and Adam Schefter are are creating. Are first of all, there's no way they're, they're not on your level in terms of they they ain't bringing back the big time. Second of all, um, there's no way that they're releasing music anytime soon. I mean, come on. No, yeah, I've I've heard Adam try to sing. It's not good, and Woj is a stiff. So there's there's no way. All right, who's getting, who's getting the scoop? All right. Something big is breaking, like the president getting the coronavirus, which for some reason, uh, Shams broke that. All right. Yeah, that was nuts. Are you kidding me? How did he break that? So, <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to know. You're the insider. Yeah, I think the answer is going to be Shams. But let's say some big news is happening, and your sources are working on it. Woj's sources, Shams, Schefter, they're all working it. Who's getting that scoop first? Yeah, you know, I, I want to say, like, it's one of them, but I'm going to act like, you know, the quarterback that might be, like, the third or fourth best in the NFL. And he gets asked that question. He's like, well, I got to believe in myself and my ability and my talent and stuff. So I'm going to say me, but obviously I, I, uh, I'm i like a young gun with all this stuff. You know, I, I want I, I hope I can still kind of break some stuff in the future. These guys are, you know, proven proven veterans per se. So I, I, I'll give it to them, but uh, give me some time and I'll hopefully be able to prove myself. So – Andrew had a before I forget question. I have a before I forget question. Um, yeah, we're we're both big Barstool guys, as the majority of the world seems to be now. Um, I'm a religious listener of Pardon My Take, and the first time that I laughed out loud in a while because you get numb to their to their humor, right? The first time yeah. that I laughed out loud in a while was when PFT said, um, "Sir Yacht, he's he's working for the Big Ten. He should probably he's more of Sir Pontoon Boat." And I think, like, that was – I texted Andrew when that happened because I thought that was so funny. I didn't hear that. That's hilarious. Do, do you – like, obviously, you know Big Cat's hitting you up and stuff. Like, he it, – it, the, the funniest joke on Twitter was him believing in whatever you said blind, yeah. blind, blindly, which was awesome. Do you go and listen to it when you know that they're going to be talking about you? Is that something that is in your, your hemisphere of stuff going on? You know what's funny is they, uh, between them and the Pat McAfee show, those are like the two things that I listen to like all the time. But when they started talking about me, I kind of like tune it out because I don't want – one, I don't want to be like too high or too low when it comes to like all these things. But two, like – I don't know. I mean, I, I, I heard a, a lot of stuff coming in about me and, you know, like a, a bunch of different like medias, whether it's McAfee or uh, Big Cat or like, you know, reporters, local, international. And I uh, – I don't know. It was, it was. I didn't do a whole lot of listening. I had a lot of people send me recordings and stuff. Um, so it was. It was just kind of funny in that regard because I I didn't pay attention too much to the podcast. Like when they were talking about me, but then before. No, we mute again. Are we good? What's wrong with me? Nothing. You're fine, dude. Nothing. You're perfect. Nothing's wrong with you. All right, thanks, thanks, jo thanks, Joey. <laughs> You're amazing. No, okay, so sorry, I was, I, I was like, I was like brain dead there for a sec because I was like trying to hear myself over the echo. But to answer your question, to answer your question, before and after, I've listened, I listen to it all the time, like religiously. I, I'm, a, I'm an award, award-winning listener. Um, but yeah, but like during all that whole process, I, I didn't do a whole lot of it. People would send me clips of like myself, but I just, I don't know, I, I. Um, I don't want to – it's, it's like, you know, you don't want to be too high or too low. I don't really pay attention a lot to myself. I kind of just tune it out a little bit. 
It's I sound like LeBron with like the media or somebody talking about him. Like it's just it's a terrible comparison. Zero, that's what I did. Zero dark twenty three sir yacht. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a follow up question because I thought they were so foolish to not have you on did they ask you to come on and did you say no because that would be awesome if you did that no 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 I would I would for sure so I tweeted Big Cat and I was like we got to have you on our show our live stream show and he said you know when the Big Ten comes back I'll come on the show um we were working with a, a sports book as our advertiser like that competed directly with Barstool Sportsbook didn't know they were announcing that so he's like yeah out of you know uh, c- conflicting interests or whatever he said I can't really be on the show but I can have you on the yak and I was like yeah that'd be great he's been so busy with the sports book and all this stuff that he uh he hasn't really answered my last couple dms so I'll give him shit down the road and eventually hopefully um hopefully we'll link up but he's yeah he's been he's been really nice um he, he's obviously this you know giant personality um but behind the scenes he's a pretty nice guy I mean he's a nice guy in public too not saying that but behind the scenes he's a good guy <laughs> So the last thing I kind of want to bring up when like you kind of started building fans and people were starting to joke around and you, you had memes made about you. And the hardest I, I laughed to a meme was when it was a picture of a guy waking up a girl and it said, babe, wake up. Sir, yeah. just tweeted. <laughs> I, I saw that and I lost it. It was so funny. The memes were great. Yeah, the, I think people would post that all the time. Like, there'd be, like, 20 to 30 people posting that picture. There was one when it, like, all, all started, um, like, when when Warren said, like, it was, like they were not going to revisit the season, there was – it was that meme of, like, James Franco, like, in a noose. He's like uh, – it was, like, some that guy that broke the Kawhi Leonard news that he was going to be on the Clippers – or the Lakers, but he ended up going to the Clippers. It's, like, Ari Abraham – to Sir Yacht and it was like first time and he's like getting hung. There was one where it's like um there was one the other day when uh the during the Trump Biden debate um when when Trump said he brought the Big Ten back, this one lady said, I would say probably the the, the I, I'm in rock bottom in my marriage right now because when that moment happened, my husband yelled, No, Sir Yacht brought the Big Ten back. And this girl is on record for like hating me. And not liking me, and, her, and apparently her husband loves me, so I was like, "Fucking checkmate, that's beautiful." <laughs> but a lot of the memes were hilarious. Like I, I laughed at a lot of them. Um, there were some that were not very nice, and I was like, ah, I, "That that sucks." But you, most of them were like really funny. You tweeted a picture with your girlfriend a couple days ago, and I replied and I said, "Does she know what you've done for col- for the world of college football?" <laughs> and a bunch yeah. of people were like, "It's just so funny." It's funny because like she went to she's in Louisiana from med school, so all this stuff like I all this stuff she went in like June, so all this stuff has happened like without me like seeing her. I saw her uh, two weeks ago for a few days when she's on break for med school, but yeah, all this stuff has happened, and uh, I like I fill her in a little bit, but then you know I don't want to. She's like studying fourteen hours a day, and I don't know how much of this she like wants to hear about. So I'm like, hey, like did this today, you know? Said the Big Ten was coming back, and it did, and. I didn't really tell her about all the shit that happened in the middle, but if she wanted to go look it up, I'm sure she could. It's like you're a superhero. <laughs> That's what people keep saying, and, and like it's funny. Like some people, like some people, like you, like you know, are joking, like "Oh, we brought the Big Ten back." Some people are like dead fucking serious. They're like, "You really brought it back." I'm like, "That's not how it works." But I just, I just said what was happening. Like I didn't. Like you it's told like, the world, you, 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 you're the middleman. 
And people yeah. people hate the middleman sometimes. Yeah, you're a whistleblower. That's what you are. You're the whistleblower yeah. of the whole thing. Like sometimes it takes a leak to get something moving in the right direction. You're the leak. The thing though is, it, it when you report all this stuff, it does it does provide some sort of pressure. And then um, what I did, I guess, and I didn't even realize this is it, it gives other reporters like, because you don't want to burn bridges in the reporting world. And I don't have a uh, a bridge to burn. However, these other reporters that didn't that maybe had the same information as I did or didn't have it yet. When, I, when they saw me tweet something about this, it gives them, like, a reason to go to this, their source and be like, hey, look at this. Is this true? Can you elaborate on this, like, if it is true? And it gives them, like, credibility to go to their source instead of just, like, burning it, burning that bridge. So I, I, somebody told me that, and I was like, wow. That's, uh, I never even thought of that, so that was kind of cool. Let me ask you another news-breaking question. What are your thoughts on, like <laughs> – I always laugh when, like, Schefter is – the king of this and this is honestly this has got to be something that's in my head because of part of my take but he's the king of like someone will tweet something and he'll quote tweet it and be like yep i heard that too you know and like now it's my story you know what are your that's 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 not good for you right you don't like that at all i mean i i did that like maybe once or twice but if i'm gonna if i'm gonna do that i'll usually either retweet it if i like I'm, i'm not gonna say yep it's true like Cause then people like, well, especially for me, like, you know, being like a nobody people like, Oh, you're just a clown. But if I like hear something like that, what I'll do is I'll elaborate on it. Like I'll give more information that maybe that person didn't say, or like, I'll, I'll take the tweet and I'll go to my source and like, Hey, I'll be like, Hey, like, can you give me some more information on this? So I can, I can kind of elaborate on it, but I'm not going to, yeah. I, I don't like when sh- like Schefter or people kind of do that or, um, you know, Cleveland media is notorious for that when national media has it. And then they're like, I can confirm this. Like my sources confirm yeah. this. It's like, yeah. My sources confirm. Exactly. It's like, yeah. then why didn't then, you say anything? Why did you say something like, I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. If you're like 10 seconds, I was, I've been like 10 seconds behind somebody saying something before and, and you know, it is what it is. But when you're like an hour or whatever behind, you're like, I confirm this. It's like, what's the, what's the point? What's yeah. the point? Yeah. All right. My final question. Right. And Joey, you can introduce the last segment that we do with everyone, which I think will be maybe better with Suryat than it's ever been with anyone. But did you reward your source? Um, yeah, I gave him a bunch of free merchandise. I mean, we're, <laughs> it sounds so like, not even like a good reward, but yeah, no, he, uh, I mean, we're going to build this like relationship. Um, I think eventually like if this all works and you know, whatever opportunities come, you know, I'll, I'll throw him a cut of some stuff and I think we'll maybe put some, put together some like news, not network, but like kind of like a business i don't know just some sort of like corp not corporation but whatever it's called like some sort of entity where you know we report news on college football and, and, and other things but yeah i mean we've built a pretty good friendship so far and um he's gonna help out with some podcast stuff and some other things i think down the line so we're just kind of developing it right now he's a good guy very good guy very connected very connected he he must be connected i mean he <laughs> told you the big ten was coming back but um yeah. My last question, and this has been a blast because, I mean, as you would agree, it's way more fun to interview guys um, that, that, you know, are on the same wavelength, right? Like, it's like a conversation, you know? So, this has been a blast. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, the reason I say that is because we're going to turn the tables on you. Obviously, you have your own shows. You know how this works. So, if you have any questions for us, um, we're happy to grant you host for the next – you know, a few minutes to ask us some questions that maybe you've been just had a huge desire to ask us. 
I like that. Okay, so I don't know if did you guys say um did you guys say your 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 four for the college football playoff? If we you know I'm assuming it's going to be four this year. Did we did we do you guys do that? Uh, we kind of all agreed. You know, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Florida. That was kind of ours also. I, I just don't think Georgia. I mean, I, I mean they're they're this weekend is going to be a really good game between two and three. But I just don't I don't think they're I just don't like their quarterback a lot. I don't know. Um, Gotta gotta be quick on your feet if you're gonna be breaking breaking news. Do you think Ohio State goes undefeated this year? I mean, do you see them losing to anybody? No chance. No, I mean, if if they win the championship, it, they went undefeated. If they don't win the championship, then then they lost the game in the in the finals. I mean, in my opinion, I think we all agree there too. I mean, I mean, they could they could, I mean they could lose. I mean, do you think they have to win out? Um, to make it to the the Big Ten or to make it to the college football playoff, I mean they could they could theoretically win the Big Ten championship and also have one loss. It depends. Uh, I mean, I it depends when their losses, kind of like you're saying. Like if they're undefeated and they lose in the Big Ten championship, then I think even if the team that beats them has two losses, they'll probably get in over them. But okay, I yeah. think that I got a decline call. It's my source. Um, too busy is source, man. Too busy. Come on. But, but yeah, I think I think <laughs> they'll go undefeated and they'll be in the playoff. And I think and I'm I'm only not asking about the Browns because this is gonna come out next week, which was we're you doing it right before uh right before college football. We want people to listen to you because you're the reason it's back, baby. But yeah. <laughs> um so we're, we're not getting to the Browns. We'll have you back on again to talk about Browns. I, I'm taking wow. control back over to ask one more, one more final question. Okay. Oh, all right. One more final question. I just had it, but I just lost it. God damn it. No, no. I had it. That's what you get from taking away. No, you but take away fun. from the best thing. It was just getting started. Oh, okay. I got it. Were you ever nice. credited during all this? Like, by a legitimate uh, reporter, not by Big Cat being like, Sir Yacht did it. Like, did a, yeah. <laughs> did a legitimate, like, an athletic ESPN Sports Illustrated, someone say Sir Yacht had it first, besides that random lawyer that loves you? I know, that lawyer is awesome. Yeah, uh, the athletic hates me. They're, Stuart Mandel, whatever his name is, he, uh, like, said something about me, and then I, I kind of put him in a body bag, and the only reason I say that is because my tweet, like, blew up, and his, like, didn't, like, all these other people were shitting on him. Um, if you count Clay Travis as a uh, – his thing, OutKick, or out whatever it's called, um, his, like, Whitlock. thing, he cre- – Great, great writer, Whitlock. Yeah, 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 right. Um, what a show that is. It's fun. No, like a lot of reporters, like behind the scenes, you know, we're nice and things like that. But no, I mean, like no ESPN, no, like, you know, anything like that kind of gave me credit. I mean, it, to be fair, like, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not even saying like my real name. It's almost, cre- it's like crediting like Leroy uh, from part of my take with like sources and stuff. Like you, why, you can't, you're not going to credit a boat. You're not going to credit a dog. Like, you know, I get it. I get it. Some people are, like mad. A lot of reporters are really mad. And I responded to a lot of them, and I was like, "I'm sorry, my uh, my hobby is your full time job, and I'm doing it better." Yeah, that's what I was yeah, saying. I love that. So, I love it. it was funny because they all are backed by like, you know, like if they get something wrong or if they do a lot of shit talking, they have the potential of getting suspended or anything. I, I have nobody to report to. Like, this is just I'm my own boss. So if they're gonna say something to me, I'm gonna fucking put them in a body bag. I don't give a shit. 
So. Yeah, they don't, have, they don't have to worry about <laughs> That is so true. It's like, yeah, I got – you could either be like, yes, I got this scoop wrong. I don't have to worry about being fired. Or I got this right, and I'm going to rub it in this guy's face and not worry about being fired. <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly. the best of both well, the, one of the worst things I did was uh, maybe the best things I did, which um, Zach Smith, the uh, uh, controversial coach, Ohio State, he uh, quoted one of my tweets and he's like, I'm uh, you know, I'll give you your clicks because you know you're clickbait or whatever. You're full of shit, blah, 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 blah. And I quoted it and I was like, thanks, Zach. Better to give me clicks again than to give your wife another beating. And I was like, Cause, what is he going to say? And he was like, oh, like, that wasn't even proven to be true. Like, whatever. And, like, by the time – it didn't matter. Like, my tweet, like, kind of, you know, went off and his were, like, you know, whatever. So, that's, and that's, that's the advantage that I have is that I've made this, like, fan base out of kind of, you know, making fun of, like, situations online and making, like, just stupid content. So, like, that's my fan base. Like, they're not – a lot of people come in for the reporting, but I've already had this, like, fan base of, of people that do that. So, I have the advantage there. And these people can't – like, that. he wants a job. Like, he, he, he needs to, like, keep his shit straight. I – this is this is what I'm gonna do like for you know money. So like this is just kind of it, it kind of works in my favor. Do your fans have a name or are they the Yacht Club? But that's They're, the name of the show. Uh, I call them Shipheads on my show. Yeah, so it's like the Yacht Ooh. Yacht Club, and then we uh, I say what's up, Shipheads uh, at the start of it. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. That I like so good. So, someone someone came up with that for me uh, a couple years ago, and I was like, damn, I'm gonna use it eventually. You got we uh, need a name. We need a name, probably. We'll come up yeah. with something. But you got you got something real good cooking, Sir Yacht. We are we're definitely fans. We're gonna start making memes and just spam your Please. your tweets with memes. We appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you giving us some Big Ten football to talk about. Can't say it enough. The Big Ten is back. Thanks to Sir Yacht. Uh, maybe maybe because of me. Yeah. Thank you. Any last words? Um, the Browns are four and one. They're potentially going to be 5-1 and one by the time this thing comes out. I hope so. Uh, I don't, yeah, I just don't know what to do with, like, the Browns being really good. It's like the Ricky Bobby thing. I'm not really sure what to do with my hands right now. But You're not on fire, fire, Sir Yacht. You're not on fire. You're not on fire, Ricky Bobby. And I, I'm, t- I'm going to say it once. I'll say it again. Ohio State's won a national championship. They're going undefeated. You heard it here first. I like it. And that's breaking news because you – have sources. Yeah. Sources say Ohio. Sources, sources tell me. Per source. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Thank and, and I'll quote tweet that and say my sources agree. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Just keep saying, and I'll confirm your – We'll get his – we'll person. just keep a train going. My sources also confirm. And my sources confirm the sources. I like that. Yeah, we, we should do that. I'm now, eventually, we have it. the same source, and it's us. It <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a paradox, man. Wow. That's confusing. All right. Thank you, dude. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so you've heard those interviews. You how know, awesome were they, Andrew? Tell them how awesome you know, they were. You know that Big Ten football is back this weekend. Tweet at us. We'll respond. We're going to be watching the Buckeye game uh, Friday night. If you want to fall asleep early, throw on Illinois-Wisconsin. I just want to see an upset, bro. The fighting Illini. It's my lock of the week. Lock it in. Um, I don't think I'm going to bet on any Big Ten games this weekend, and I'm saying that now, and then Saturday at 10 a.m. I'll probably lock in about 10 bets. But it's you got to wait and see what happens this weekend. we know what the line is for Ohio State? Do we I think have it was that? like 24 and a half. I don't know if it's – Hammer it! 
Remember let, me right now. let me look right now. I'm pulling up FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, if you want to. Uh... Wait, I know you don't – you guys aren't seeing this, but, like, Andrew, vouch for how cool this looks. Ready? Vouch for how cool this looks. He's pretending to hammer. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. The line is 27 and a half. Ooh, four touchdowns, bro. That's – I think I think I have an apology. I think I have an apology that I want to get off my chest. Yeah. Uh, over the past year, we kind of clowned Master Teague. We kind of uh, joked about his funny name. We kind of said, you know, how much is he really going to play ever again? Looks like he's in line. Looks like he's in line for a big workload. So he's going to make us eat our. We didn't really say he was bad or anything. We just no, we never said he was bad or wasn't going to play. We just said we Master just, Teague. We just didn't think he really fit in the criteria of Ohio State running backs, but it looks like he's going to get a lot of time this year. So best of luck to Master Teague, Chris Olave, (laughs) Drew Chrisman. Obviously, good luck to him. Justin Fields, good luck to you, sir. You don't need it. You're the best quarterback in the country. If you were on Georgia, they'd be number one in the country. You're on Ohio State, you'll be number one in the country. So, you know, oh, last thing, question for you, Joe. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that Ohio State can do this year to be ahead of Clemson in the playoff? Probably not. Yeah, unless Clemson I, loses. But that's right. I think unless Clemson loses, there's not going to be any jumping of Clemson. Um, uh, let me ask you a question, completely unrelated. Why didn't we talk about the Browns at all just now? Thank you for listening to Drive the Lane you know podcast. The Bears are five and one. The Bears. The Bears are five and one. And Andrew sends me the notes for what this episode's going to look like. Ask me, are you good with this? Whatever, whatever. And I always say yes with barely reading them, but that's another story. And <laughs> I'm only half kidding. And he, there was no mention of the NFL. Weird. I, let me check the scores from this weekend to see if the Browns won. Oh, they got trampled, and it was never a game. Shoot, that's a bummer. Oh, let well, me check the scores for the Bears. Oh, they beat one of the, the up-and-coming teams in the Carolina Panthers? Oh, so let's just not talk about the NFL. That's fine. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we're not a, we're not a Big Ten football podcast. We're a college basketball, Big Ten basketball podcast. But we are an NFL podcast now because your team's good. No, we're not an NFL podcast, but since we've been talking about something about the NFL for the past, I don't know, 100 weeks, and then there's just no mention of it. It's just bizarre time. I didn't see the the games. I didn't see the games. The Browns also got shit pumped this week, and then we didn't talk about them. It's just bizarre. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Okay, well, if you didn't see it, then we're all good. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a coincidence. I'm cool with that. That's I didn't fine. see, I didn't see the game. I saw the Bears game. The Bears are five one. That's great. I, did the Browns even play this weekend? I don't, I don't think they. I, no, but I just, I, I heard a crazy stat. You tell me if you think it's crazy. I don't think we were alive the last time they won in Pittsburgh. I do not think so either. But <laughs> I, I was, no, I think it's actually. Sorry, that's mean. I'm sorry. You, well, we were you alive. <laughs> we were alive, and I was in attendance the last time we played the Steelers, and someone took a helmet off another player and hit him in the head with it. <laughs> and with that, 
Well, hold on. I got one more thing to say. Thank if you're you going to bring up the Browns, the hold on. If you're going to listen to the punting podcast, <laughs> if you're going to bring up the Browns, I'll say this. Yeah. All all year, I have said Baker, pff, not good. He's good against bad teams. He's horrendous. Wait, hold on. Sorry, sorry. Before you make your statement, bro, I saw the funniest meme. It was, it was Baker Mayfield, and it was a cycle, and it was. I've been sending that around since week one. Oh. Will you explain it, please? I laughed so loud at that. Yeah. So basically, it says the Baker Mayfield cycle <laughs> pl- plays bad. Media talks bad about him. He plays well. He shit talks the media. He plays bad. No. Again. No. 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 I'm I'm helping you even more. It was Baker Mayfield plays bad. Media um media talks shit about him. He beats Revenge a bad tour. team. Beats a terrible team, plays a great team, plays ter- plays a great team, loses, and then it's back to play. Cycle back. starts again. <laughs> yeah, he sucks against good teams. He's so bad against good teams. Want to know why? You don't want to know why he's bad against good teams? Because they make good. him throw the ball, and that's not a good thing. That when he has to throw, he's not good. Hold on. Last thing, Baker Mayfield story. Did I ever tell you that? Um, not to brag, I was on the field during when Ohio State played Oklahoma, Baker's Heisman year. Saw a Heisman Trophy winner in person. Pretty cool. Um, we're on the field, and our strength coach is shouting at Baker Mayfield, saying stuff, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. You stink, all that. Just he, His name is Coach Q, and he, was a, he, he, he used to be the strength coach for the Colts and, the, and, the, and uh, the Eagles and some other teams. So he's a football guy, you know, he's a football guy. So he's ye- yelling at Baker Mayfield. Baker looks over and goes, <laughs> if you know Q, it's hilarious. But, I mean, he's very small. Coach Q is, is small. He goes, hey. He goes, why don't you come out here, shorty? <laughs> oh, and we're right on the field right next to him. And we all looked at Coach Q and we we're like, oh, shoot, man. You just got hosed. I was the strength coach yelling at the quarterback. Just, it's just all – it's loud, bro. I can't believe you heard him. It was funny. So funny. And then Baker that Ohio tore. State team, that Ohio State team wasn't that good. So that's another classic example of Ohio State. Baker, just... Baker torched us. Oh my gosh, torched us. Anyway, <laughs> go Bears. We'll give, we'll give the you Bears. Guys, you see what Nick Foles said? You tell me you're not a fan of him after what yeah, he I said. I saw. I saw. Oh wait, like, one more thing though. One more thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. We got all the t- Josh Shafter. You got any questions for us? Let's so this line. this weekend, all right. Or this week, I guess. We got Bears, Rams, Monday night. Monday night. We got Browns, Bengals, which if they lose that game, sayonara Baker. He will not be starting the following week. What? Remember I said that? Do you remember that I said that Keenum came in? But you don't think he – okay. Who are they playing? Who are they playing? I think the big the Bengals. I think the biggest issue and the reason Baker will keep playing is because Keenum is not good. You know, if the backup was like a young rookie or like yeah, an yeah. experienced veteran, like a Fitzpatrick or someone like, like that, really win games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, then then maybe you're putting him in over Baker. But Keenum is not like a like it's not like Foles. It's not like Foles and Trubisky. He's not the. Yeah, you don't have a you don't have a Super Bowl MVP on your bench. Right. But let me let me get back to what I'm saying though. So what I'm yeah, saying. Sorry. Bears, Rams, Browns, Bengals, Ohio State, Nebraska, Mizzou, Kentucky. All right? Take 
the drive the lane parlay this weekend, which is just those four teams money line. If it hits, congratulations. If it doesn't hit, sorry, you shouldn't listen to us. If but we'll, if you want to gamble responsibly, take out Missouri, Kentucky, and then bet that and bet your life savings, and you'll actually walk out a winner. I don't know if you're winning the the Browns Bengals game. I'm I'm worried. No, don't be worried. But the money is going to be – the money – I don't know if you're winning the Bears game. <laughs> the money of it – the money of it is going to come from taking Mizzou right. over Kentucky. You're right. so, is it a home game? Um, yeah. All right. I believe in drink water. Is that his drink, drink wits? His name's Eat Food Drink Water. <laughs> I love him. Give me – have him coach the Browns. Actually, no, you probably like Stefanski. Stefanski's been good. Baker's been <laughs> – yeah, poor big. Do the Browns take a quarterback this year? Whoa. Ooh, I got the perfect recipe for the baker. No, perfect recipe. And, of course, this is the longest we've ever done an exit, and we have two interviews, so there's no way anyone's listening right now. Stefanski, your job is safe, but if it's not, Ryan Day, Fields, we'll see you in Cleveland next year. <laughs> Buckle up, drive the lane. Joey, for the first time, it's game week. Oh, Go Bucks! <laughs>